You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Oh, boy. I think we got a few things to talk about today. Another blockbuster trade in the NFL. That's not even what's the top topic for sure because it has to do with your New Orleans Pelicans. We'll get right into it. Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day. I know you can hear me. Let's get stupid. Today's more that what the Camel Wednesday hump day is what it is. Today is Shock Cheat and Digital Underground head coach Sean of the Payton. Letting you know you've made it to the midway point of your work week. In a matter of seconds, we will go to Jordan, the intern, who will have a pretty interesting question of the day. I'm I'm almost positive. For you Pels fans out there. Gorgeous day, horrible night last night. Our thoughts and prayers over to the folks over there in Araby. That tornado, we told you yesterday during the show that it was going to be some weather late afternoon, early evening. It hit, um, and you can believe it, it wasn't actually as bad as it was predicted to be most of the day. Uh, that does not matter, though, as a large tornado, seeing a little bit ago, National Weather Service saying it was at least an F3. And I was listening to meteorologists last night say that, an F2, F3, you're looking at Cat 3, Cat 4 winds, like 165, 150 mile an hour winds that just hit like that. Started out uh, over on the West Bank, kind of the south parts. It actually started, buddy, if you look at the start of the track, just to the northeast of La Rose and just kind of went northwest, kind of like the 2 o'clock. My parents live in Gretna in Terrytown, and the track that I saw, it, it somehow jumped over them. Um, I was putting my son down when it was happening, and I saw Corey Glore tweeting that there's a tornado on live TV <laughs> um, on, on Channel 6. So I put it on, and then obviously all the stations went on live there as well. But there it is to, to see a, a tornado go through the lower ninth ward. And then that was one. And then that second one, though, that went through uh, Araby and just devastated uh, families there. Just it, It's unbelievable. So... Uh, obviously, keep an eye out. There's a lot of people that we know, that I know, that, that I saw on Facebook and Twitter that were affected or families were as well. We know what to do. We'll help, and uh, if there's any way to help there as well. But our thoughts are them because that's so scary that it just is it's that fast, you know, listening to everybody on the live coverage yesterday. So uh, we're no strangers to weather here in South Louisiana, but definitely just thinking about you guys out there. So that was going on yesterday evening and had a lot of people's attentions there was also a championship one and it was a national championship won by the Loyola Wolfpack we will have Tracy Howell the head coach at 205 to talk about Loyola winning the first banner since what 1945 lots of um, Loyola folks in and around the community in the media business so super pumped about that we're going to chat with coach 1230 Scott Prather 105 Ralph Marlboro, his thoughts on the Saints dealings and hey, I'm going to I'm going to I'm asking if he's okay um cuz he's he kind of seems like he's a he, he wants more action to happen from the Saints right now and I'm like okay just give it a second um but we'll talk to him a little bit about all the different moves and things that are going on as well. Ben Heisler is going to join us weekly on Wednesdays and remember uh bet-sided gambling expert, fantasy football expert as well. We'll talk about all the football moves but also Weekly, we'll talk about the upcoming golf tournament, NBA games, things of that nature. You know, things of that nature. Um, One thirty, Sean Fox, as we mentioned, Tracy Howell, head coach of the national champion Loyola Wolfpack. At 2.05 and at 2.15, Andrew Lopez. I can't wait to get his take on what our lead is today. And our lead is very simple. Yesterday evening, on Instagram... Zion Williamson posted the following. It's fast. Didn't take long. I'll do it again. 
that Zion dunking between the legs and throwing it down, if you look at the stills, gets up there, the works. We bring in Jordan, the intern, because our question of the day, no doubt, Jordan, has to do with that because I can only imagine what Pels fans are probably thinking when they see that, and it went viral very quickly. The question of the day, sir. Yeah, so there's two reports about Zion. The first one was two days ago, and it's from Sham Sharina. And he said that Zion is not expected to return to the court this season. Well, after this video was posted by Zion Williamson, Christian Clark, a local beat reporter for the team, uh, in his story, sources said that Zion has told people around him that his right foot feels good and that he wants to play again this season. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts after seeing this video? You can comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. I'm going to play one more sound bite, and then we will give our thoughts here. And again, opening it up, 800-998-1003. We have two segments to get your takes on here before our first guest. This is Brian Windhorse this morning on Get Up. He had uh, the following to say about the video. From what I understand, Zion is not cleared for that type of activity by the team yet. Now, they have not given an official uh, update on his status in three weeks. But, again, from what I understand, he has not progressed to that level uh, in in team workouts. You can tell from this video, it doesn't look like this is during the normal team practice. So, what does this mean? Well, I don't know exactly, so I have to speculate late, but it could be a message from Zion that he's ready to ramp up quicker and ready to play quicker. And this has been a tension point with Zion dating back to his rookie year when the Pelicans were very slow to bring him back from a knee injury. Wendy there saying, I don't know what it means. I'll tell you what I think it means. It's absolutely a message. There's there's no other way to take that, Jordan the intern. There's no other way than to take it as I want to play. I, I don't know. That's how I take it. What? Because you have to know. <laughs> you, you didn't post on your Instagram story. You knock it down a shot. You're playing a little one-on-one. You and B.I. who hopefully the hamstring will heal at some point this season. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're not sitting there, you know, getting a, a, doing a pick and roll with C.J. McCollum against the air. You did an in-between-the-legs dunk that everybody nationally says would have won this year's dunk contest which was terrible <laughs> so but my my point is you, you, again i i was just under the understanding right that this guy like he wasn't running up and down the court like he had no. he hadn't played one on one he hadn't played three on three he hadn't played horse he hadn't played pig he hadn't played pelican he had you know what i'm saying like i mean this this guy hadn't been cleared to do any of that and you do that. So there's two things that went in my head. A, it absolutely is a message. It absolutely is, hey, if I can do that, then I, I want to play, right? That, that, that's how I, I don't know how else to take that. And B, I have to imagine David Griffin and the rest of managing, management probably had a heart attack when they saw that. That, that would be my guess because it is now everything that everyone's talking about. It, it's going to lead off NBA today, today. You know it is. Brian Windhorse already talked about it. You had other ESPN analysts talking about Jay it. Jay Will's already saying something about the Knicks. Well, again, look, I made fun of those guys yesterday. You know, yesterday. Remember? At the end of the show, the group that was um, filling Green. in for Mike Greenberg yesterday had this to say. Last one, Courtney, and we've got about a minute left. That is just that Zion Williamson, according yeah. to reports, is not going to play again this year for the Pelicans because of injury. He's played his last game in New Orleans to me. He's going to the Knicks. Yeah, I think he wanted to be a Nick from the night of the draft lottery and has disappointed that he hasn't been disappointed that he hasn't been there since. And I think this has been a very quiet way all year of Zion trying to basically show the Pelicans that he has no interest in playing for them. I do not think he will play another game this season, as we've seen from the report, and I do not think that that foot injury 
Well, all of a sudden, it's going to be magically cured next year, but he will be a New York Nick at this time next season. I would fully expect that to be the case because he is exercising that power as a star before he has even gotten his first big contract. And he is somebody that teams are going to look long and hard at, even with the injury concerns that they have had. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin. In I, today, for- and I roasted those guys yesterday. I roasted them like, here we go again. There's no reporting, just, you know, blind. He's going to be a Nick next year. He he's, he's exercising his power. I'm over here roasting him. And, again, I'm not playing that Jordan to fuel or speculate or, or be that guy. Here we go again. You're being negative. Stop it. I'm not being negative. I'm just playing that you already have the national media feeling that way. So I got to imagine David Griffin wasn't happy with that. You know, and again, you're your own person. You can do all that, but you have to know if you're posting that, the first thing that people are going to think of is, well, then you're not hurt. Right? I mean, I'm just, I I think that's a fair way to feel because I'm sitting here going, okay, well, you know what? That, 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 that fuels it. (laughs) You know, I'm like that, that kind of stuff there, Jordan fuels the national media thinking he is purposely not trying to play here. Although when you look at that, maybe he's saying, I want to play it's the organization that won't let me play. And here's the thing. I was thinking about it this morning. I want your side because it's the question of the day. I actually understand the organization here. I'm a fan, of course. I want to see him play, Jordan. I do. We just saw the Bulls documentary, right? The Jordan doc member. The guy never got over it. He's still not over the fact the Bulls sat him. Remember when he was injured and he's like, I could have played and they sat him. He's still not over it. It ticked him off that much. How many rings did he win? Six. One six. I understand the angst and his desire to play. And I, and I, believe me, like I said, this, it's not part, this most of me saying, if you can do that, that foot feels fine. Doing that though, Jordan, is it different than playing 40 minutes of basketball? Planting, backing up, backpedaling, taking shots, the stress of the game. You understand what I'm saying? There's 10 games left. I have, look, there's not a doubt in my mind that guy right now being able to do that. Can he not give me 12 to 15 minutes a game to help me get in the play-in game? Can he not make sure that that play-in game, whether it's in L.A. or New Orleans, which is going to be madness by Pell's fans, again, be, I, are, are you going to get into the second round? This is tough for me. Are, are you going to get into the Western Conference Finals? Are you going to be in the kind of shape, and is your game ready to go, that you're going to do that? If you can come to me. And you'd have told me this is the difference between a second round or a Western Conference final. Play them. In other words, if this was a an experienced team, this is the Warriors, this is the Mavericks, if this is a team that's been in the playoffs, Jordan, if this is a team that can make a run and get going, that I think literally this is the different. This is the Warriors getting Clay Thompson or Steph Curry back, right? Or the Suns getting Chris Paul. Do it. If it's a better shot at beating A.D., LeBron, and the Lakers, as much as I, I hate to say it, I actually think I'm with the organization here. I'll And I, you know this. I've been saying the last two weeks, Jordan. I'll see you in September. I'm glad you're progressing. You look like you've lost weight. Fantastic. Keep doing it. Drop another 10. Get those ups even higher. And I will see you in September. What do you think? Are you yeah, on Zion's side? I, 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 or are you on the organization side here? No, I, I agree with you. I think that I like him showing his progression through social media. It's the first time that we've seen him do anything like this in a while. So I'm glad that, you know, he's finally posting something. But I mean, there's 10 games left to go in the, in the season. The, I feel like you'd be throwing a big wrench in things if you put him out there on the court. And while you still are competing for a playing spot, I mean, is he going to help? Obviously, Zion Williamson is going to help you get there. But at the same time, it's going to take a few games for them to you know, get compatible with one another. 
Jordan, the intern. Uh, thank you, sir. I know you got a busy day today. We will see you later uh, in the show tomorrow and hopefully in person on Friday. I might even buy you a snowball. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate wow. it. You'll get that work appreciate done. It. Yep. The phones are ringing off the hook, and uh, I will come to you next. This is Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. If your garage door is damaged or destroyed during Hurricane Ida, then you need to call American Garage Door Supplies in Homa today. If you need a dependable repair or professional installation, American Garage Door Supplies in Homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residence or business. Call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 West Park in Homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors. Plus, at American Garage Door Supplies of Homa, you'll get your door in just a few weeks, not months. Like us on Facebook, American Garage Doors. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event, whether it's wedding, festival, Mardi Gras, rodeo, or concert. Joe Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases. Joe Septic Contractors can supply multi-stall restroom, air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning a luxury event? Check out their new black tie luxury restroom and shower trailers. Visit Joe Septic at Biscom.net. With locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, and Abbeville. It's crawfish season and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Market starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. It's 106 miles to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, Sports Hangover 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, again, Zion yesterday posting on his Instagram story. There he is, dunking in between the legs. He got up nice and high. Look, it's clearly a message. I don't know how else you can look at it. I mean, you don't post that without knowing what... How it's going to be viewed and looked at that way. I mean, um, so how do you feel? I, 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 I kind of am with 10 games left. As much as I think it's, it does pain me because I'd like to see him play and he absolutely would help the team. I just think unless I was told by the, by the doctor, he can't hurt it any further. It's healed that way. He's fine. That I'm good. But I've been under the impression this guy hadn't been able to play three on three, five on five, or practice. And again, while dunking absolutely shows athleticism and stability in the foot, is it the same as playing a 40 man game? Or 48 minutes? Is it the same as planting and cutting and bumping into players? And trying to play defense, running out to the corner. I, you understand what I'm saying? At the, and look, here's another aspect of this video. I, I don't know. It, I saw some people naturally suggested a maturity level of this because you know exactly what you're doing here. It, it forces your organization now to, to be questioned. How healthy is he? Is he healthy enough to play? How long has he felt that he's healthy enough to play? I don't know. That's why I said if you were going to shut him down, just say you shut him down for the year. Say it. Do it. General D, thank you for calling the show, sir. How are you today? What you got, man? I'm doing well, Gus. I um, was able to catch a little bit right during my lunch hour here. So, uh, yeah, I had a good time hosting the show on Friday. So, Appreciate um, it, man. It was a lot of news. 
that that broke and uh this is something that really kind of got my uh mm-hmm. my antennas up cuz i think for sure this is a message to david griffin and also the national media okay um you know the thing that i think zion and, and it seemed like his camp things that i've read were pretty upset when zion actually was able to come back and had the minute restrictions and we all remember the game where he was going off and right. then he had to sit down the stretch and they wound up losing a close and game. And if you believe, and, General D, not to com- interrupt you, the national reports where he was not happy with that. Yes, yeah, exactly. So I think he's still, as you alluded to before with the Jordan thing, he's still upset about that. And I think that was the beginning of the crack with the trust with David Griffin and the organization. So I think when he went to Seattle and he's done his rehab and he comes back and obviously the, the success of the team and the things that are going on, he wanted to be a part of that. And I think when he came back, I think he's maybe not fully ready to go for a full game. Um, but I think what they started with him in his progression to get him ready is probably been frustrating on his end, saying that this is ridiculous. I've been doing more mm-hmm. in my prep work to come back than what you're allowing me to do. And then when you hear people, and we and I alluded to this on the show, that there's a lot of this media malpractice where people just want to create their own narrative and don't do their own research and talk to the people that are in the know. And I, believe, I believe, truly believe that Zion is sending a message not only to David Griffin but to the national media that I'm ready to go, I want to play. Now, to your point, I don't think you should rush him back just because you have 10 games left, but I would ramp him back up within his team drills, three-on-three, three, starting to play a little bit, get his conditioning up, because you don't want to put him back out there without seeing the Zion of old and then having all the negativity that's going to come around him because – he was the number one overall pick and the savior of the franchise. So I understand you want to put some kind of governance on him, some parameters, but I do think, once again, here we are, that the organization is not being forthcoming with how they want to handle Zion, and I don't think Zion's people nor him are in conjunction with them wanting to move forward in that same that same way. Let him start making that progression. Let him start feeling like he's into because let's say they do get into the playoffs, which it looks like they're going to be, and win that first-round game, well, then, hey, man, maybe he might be ready to go and, and do like you're saying, give you a few minutes. That could really be a big boost, kind of like the Willis-Reed thing, when maybe it's not that his, his play on the court, but what he's going to do and, and kind of injolt energy into the organization right. gives you that leap into another, another, you know, another round. Maybe that's David Griffin not wanting to do that because he wants those, those high draft picks and, and so forth. I don't know. But it, right now there's still a disconnect between David Griffin and Zion Williams. Like I said, man, to me, it, it's a tough predicament because you, you have a guy that clearly wants to play. You have a guy also, though, that if he's not healthy or re-injures his foot, I mean, you're almost in a no-win situation if you're the Pelicans, huh, General D? Or did you sort of feel like no, you almost saying, are but... in an extent? Because here's the yeah, thing, if no, I put no, him but... out there, let's say I put him out there, okay? Let's say he's fine. He's, he's ready to go. I, I, he plays this weekend against, you know, the Lakers and the Spurs. And then on Thursday, he's feeling soreness. Then what? Well, no, yeah, I'm with you, Gus. You I don't know? think I think you have to have the ability to be forthcoming with everyone, not just you know. So you you are protecting yourself from the negativity that's going to surround that if he does re-injure the foot. But mm-hmm. I don't think it would be that simple as just running him out there. I don't, you know, what we've all been talking about is we've seen video clips that the Pelicans released. And Zion is playing one on nobody and really just kind of doing shooting drills. But the, the burst and his ability to do the dunk that he did, he could at least be playing some, you know, two on two type stuff, maybe not full go, but testing the foot, seeing how his foot reacts the next day after soreness. Because the only way you're going to know is to start playing a little bit on that foot to see how his foot reacts. Does it swell? Do you, do you still get any soreness? Maybe not throw him out there to an NBA game yet, but to make his progress coming back. And also, by putting him in the forefront, it shows that he wants to be a part of the Pelicans organization. And I truly believe that's where he wants to be. But mm-hmm. if you continue to have these kind of fights back and forth with the organization, be it David Griffin, that is going to be something that has to be overcome before moving forward. Also, yeah. I just want to say before we finish here, Gus, a shout-out to the Loyola Men's Basketball Program. Mm-hmm. I had, the last time I actually coached, I was assistant coach over there a long time ago. And I'm very proud of that organization for getting a national championship. And I just wanted to throw that out there. Go, Trace, go pack. Tracy Howell, the head coach, is joining us at 2.05 to talk about his national championship and the team uh, pulling that out last night in an impressive fashion. Um, 
over there in Kansas City. So I, I apologize uh, to him now because when I called him this morning, I, I got the go-ahead to call him, but I think he might have been taking a nap. I think he's a little tired. But we will hear from him at 205, man. One other thing I want to say, Gus, is one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that mm-hmm. where that, that team plays and they practice is in the rec center. And they get up typically in the mornings before the rec center opens up. There's an extreme commitment to being a basketball player at Loyola. At least that's how it was when I was, in, when I was a part of the, the, the team. And those guys really go out there and, and, and you know, do everything that they can to get on the floor because their space is limited. And it, uh, it takes a lot. It's very special to see this, this thing move to a national no. championship. So I'm really, really proud of the group. I mean, Stacey Howell, like, of course, not Tracy Howell. Apologies. Um, but, yeah, that's um, – that's coming up at two five. Looking forward to that, and you know, like I said, it, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, after practice today. You know, the the, the, the questions that are going to be asked about. That. Well, but I, I mean, but general, do you agree with me? Right? I mean, you, you can't look at this any other way than a statement, one way, shape, or form. I mean, it's either a statement, "Hey, I'm healthy." It's either a statement, um, "I'm getting healthier," or it's a statement of, "I want to play." I, there's no you've got to know. Posting that is going to get reaction. There's no way you don't. Yeah, do that. and I don't, and I don't think that he did this where everyone's telling him he cannot go out there and jump or whatever. I think he's been doing those type activities, maybe not to that extent, mm-hmm. uh, while he was doing his rehab away from the team. And uh, as we saw with Kyra Lewis, some of the rehab that he's been doing with his his knee away from the team as well. I what might add. Um, you know, now that Zion is back in the fold with the organization, maybe they're just taking two two. Um, too much of a you know approach to being very cautious, where I think that you know maybe he's trying to open it up a little bit more. General D, thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Sure. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, uh, Tim Legler this morning over on ESPN had this to say: I just want to see Zion play basketball first That's what I just before said. I start thinking about like his impact on another organization. You know, I, I'm I'm very concerned, genuinely concerned. Regardless of the video that's out there with this dunk that he did that everybody's talking about, I'm just concerned about this guy having a career, to be, to be honest with you. I just want to see him have sustained run of health somewhere. And then maybe I can start to project where he ultimately could have an impact or what might be the right fit for him. I got to see the guy play basketball for a long period of time first and have an impact. Like I said, um, it, it just it, it, it's crazy. Because it, it's stuff like that that gets the national folks going. Again, I was roasting the guys and, and the lady, um, you know, the duo that, that did the show yesterday for Mike Greenberg. Convinced he's, he's a Nick at this time next year. I, I don't know what they're trading, by the way. They don't have anything that, that you would do. It would have to be a, a massive multi-team trade uh, to get stuff for them to give to the Pelicans again. But it, it still doesn't. The problem is stuff like that starts this. Here's Jay Will this morning. I think he's proven that he can be one of the top guys in this league. I, I think that's he, he's worked on that this year. He's taken big shots. Obviously, the way he's finished down the stretch has been big time, even though it hasn't led to the Knicks. Obviously, getting to a place to play in the playing tournament. But I think R.J. Barrett is one of the few guys there is in the world that Zion has an incredible relationship with. And those two together, if Zion Williamson can stay healthy and stop posting videos on social media and just go to the training room and do rehab and just stay focused, I think that could be a really good fit because those two are compatible and they work well together. Here's the beauty of it, right? You know the Knicks have been a disaster this year in terms of just how people have viewed them, booing Julius Randle. Uh, they've blamed Tibbs for this. Um, Mark Berman covers the, the Knicks for the New York Post. Now, you just heard Jay Will say R.J. Barrett's the guy that would post, that would be well. with. with I'm just telling, this was 8.52 p.m. yesterday. Knicks got absolutely nothing from R.J. Barrett down the stretch during late collapse versus the Hawks, 117-111. But he did roar down the lane unguarded for a last-second dunk. These are the games that Knicks brass must evaluate when deciding on this Barrett contract extension in October. <laughs> Again, that's the guy that covers the team. They ain't happy with anybody on that team. Yet we just heard Jay Will say, RJ Barrett's the guy you need to pot- you need to pair with Zion Williamson. Guy that covers the Knicks. I don't know if we, we should offer the extension, essentially. <laughs> I'm just, it, it, uh, Anyway, 
800-998-1003. At least we'll have uh, some Sweet 16 action coming up here, of course, over the weekend. Friday, we'll go over Rafael Esparza. We'll also ask Ben Heisler, that cited today, his thoughts on the Sweet 16 coming in. And, of course, with all of the action going on, DraftKings Sportsbook is the way to go and enjoy it even more. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. If they do, $200 in free bets is yours. That's simple. You win, they win. Try the same game parlays on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It combines multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. So the more legs you add, the more money you can win. It's not like Jordan the Intern. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash, whatever you want. Use the promo code LaRose. Bet $5 on any college hoops. You can win $200 in free bets. If they do, if they win, you win. Use the code LaRose. We come back. Scott Prather from ESPN Lafayette joins us next. Sports Hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Hey, Bungalow Bill, what did you kill? Bungalow Bill, hey, Bungalow Bill, what did you kill? Bungalow Bill. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. We're proud to announce we've received HealthGrade's 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. Once more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things, our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by HealthGrade's for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts has what you need to keep your engine performing at its best. Our professional parts people will help you select the right products for your vehicle and your budget. Like 5 quarts of Castrol GTX conventional oil and a microguard filter just $28.99. Save money on your next oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Wendy's, March is madness. With our breakfast baconator, sausage, egg, and Swiss croissant, both made with fresh cracked eggs, or even a honey butter chicken biscuit. And we're just getting warmed up. Get 50% off the official breakfast of March Madness when you order through the Wendy's app. Choose wise. Choose Wendy's. For a limited time of participating Wendy's via app offer only. Account registration required. No discount applies to taxes or fees. Not valid with any other offer. Man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Throwing a party in and around the area is Roy, super fan of the Miami Dolphins as they have acquired Tyreek Hill. The Dolphins and the Jets. Early this morning, Bradham Schefter were in talks with the Chiefs to get the deal done. Dolphins win. Five draft picks. Adam Schefter saying four years, hundred twenty million is uh, the extension form. Seventy two point two, fully guaranteed next year. Fifty two guaranteed at signing. The Dolphins send five picks. First round pick this year. Second round pick this year. Fourth round pick this year. And in twenty twenty three, a fourth and a sixth round pick. I don't know why the Chiefs would do that. Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette. It has been. Um, an incredible kind of off season here, right? Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, um, obviously, you know, Watson going to Cleveland and it just continues by the day here. I'm kind of surprised Tyreek Hill got traded from Kansas City. Are you? Yeah. I mean, that came out of nowhere. He's the fastest guy in the league. He's undoubtedly one of their best weapons. It just feels like 
they already made their decision long term. They didn't want to pay him a fat contract extension or a new one. And his agent drew Rosenhaus, started making some calls. And, you know, I guess Kansas City's trying to play ahead. We're going to lose him at some point. Let's do it now because when Patrick Mahomes' cap numbers really start to kick in, we're not going to be able to keep him. So let's get something. But. It, what are they going to get in return, right? Oh, Mark, Mark West, Valdez, Scantling visited. Cool. He ain't Tyree Kill. Like, on the other hand, you're the Chiefs. So you're thinking ahead, but, you know, the Super Bowl window's still open for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. It would be one thing if the Chiefs were kind of on the way down. But they're right there still in the thick of it. And I I mean, the AFC's loaded, man. It's loaded. And that's a, that's a big loss for them. And as far as Miami goes, I, I respect their aggressiveness, and it might pay off for him, but only if two is good. Like, yeah. are we sure two is good? Because if he ain't good, none of this is really going to matter in the long run for him. It all kind of hinges on that. But oh, there's no excuses well, for him, gonna, that's for sure. Be a, they're going to be in the mix for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt it's Tua. Um, Roy keeps texting me. He's going to be rolling. And I, poor Roy. Roy, they've won the Super Bowl in the offseason in his mind. But look, you had Tyron Armstead. Let's start there because that was something you and I have been talking about the last several weeks. We did not think that was going to be the case. We talked about he and Marcus Williams would either or neither be on the Saints. Turns out neither on as well. When you look at the Armstead deal, I get it. It makes sense, right? But do do you think it's one that the Saints could have matched or should have matched? Because it wasn't 20. It turns out to be somewhere around 14, huh? They absolutely could have. I mean, they freed up 30 million cap space. Toronto. I'm happy for him. He actually got a little less than I expected. You know, I, I know a lot of folks point to the 43 mil, and, you know, he's hurt a lot. There's a lot of old linemen that are hurt a lot. of He's averaged 13 games of season, and it's not like he's missing every single one. Now you've lost a captain, a leader in the locker room, and a guy that, you know, I, I think is going to be mixed. I get it. I get it, right? But what's your backup plan? I mean, I, I was interacting with a, a listener this morning, Gus, that was – you know, a lot of people feel like I've, I've been too hard or negative about the Saints free agency period up to this point. Like, well, you know, they typically let the first wave go through and then they mm-hmm. start hitting the clearance rack in the second and third wave. The difference is over the last five years, the Saints roster heading into the offseason was much stronger than it currently is, right? Offensively last year, you were bad. You had glaring holes there, and now those holes are even bigger. You're nine days into free agency, and you haven't addressed some of your biggest needs in the offseason. When was the last time the Saints lost two Pro Bowlers in an offseason to free agency? I, I don't I don't know the answer to the question off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. you lose your head coach, and right now you're, you're nine days into it, at least in terms of when the legal tampering period began, and you don't have much to show for it. They got four picks in the first 101 in the draft. They're going to have to hit on those. I get it. But you've still got money to spend in free agency, and you need to add a lot of depth right now. I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of puzzled. I get that a lot of things were on hold because of their pursuit for Watson that blew up in their face. Right. But I, I'm, I'm puzzled you haven't done much more since then, to be honest. Well, remember, the, the cap people were saying they didn't have the money to do so. They're about $26 million here right now. And I guess when you kind of look at what you, you want them to do, I'll ask you, where, where, where is it you think that they should be making the plays and the moves right now? Well, I think it's on offense. I think, you know, wide receiver, tight end. I think you need obvious depth on the offensive line. I mean, is James Hurst going to start every game at left tackle next year? Right. That's now keep in mind, Toronto make. Armstead just decided yesterday, like afternoon right. in the evening. I mean, right. it just okay. happened. Right. So, so, and there, look, there are some, some linemen right. that are free agents that are older, kind of later in their career that could be had on a one-year deal. The issue is when you're bringing a guy in that's older that was once a pro bowler, are they going to have enough to get you through a healthy season, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just going to be like, you know, the one year Kevin Williams was a D tackle for the Saints, you know, the impact was, you know, somewhat minimal. So I, I, I don't know. I just know that you lost your head coach. The holes you went into the off season with are even bigger. Now you've lost two pro bowlers. You replace one of them but with a guy that's not as good as the guy he replaced. If we're being honest, 
you signed a D tackle that's okay. You know, Street's not bad, but he's yeah. not, you know, he's not like, it, it, he's not making the head front page of ESPN.com at the time of the signing. You know, Saints fans only know him because he's the guy that broke Drew Brees' rib. So it's just, I, I expected more to this point, and I, I hope that they have something up their sleeve, Gus, because also, and, you know, you're talking about running back. We don't know how, how long Kamara's going to be injured for. Right. I know Mark Ingram's still there, but I, I thought they put way too much emphasis on Tony Jones last year, like the UDFA was going to come in and, and, and suddenly become the second coming to Pierre Thomas. That was ridiculous. He was hurt, and then when he did play, he wasn't all that good. Zigbo played for the Saints part of the season. He wasn't very good. You got Marlon Max out there. You've got other guys at running back that I think you're going to really need. This is a team that's going to have to lean on their run game a lot uh, with the defense that they have. So you look up and down the offense, Gus, and I really think, you know, all right, you're selling the quarterback now. Jameis is back. Everywhere else on the offense, everywhere, can use either significant upgrades or needed depth. And I, I, they just they haven't really done much on offense to this point. Speaking with Scott Prather, he's being Lafayette has a morning show over there, among other things, and he is predicting the Saints are four and thirteen next year. What do you oh, think wow. of the Jameis Winston? No, that's what exactly what you said. Four and thirteen, last place of the NFC South. Um, not in that division, <laughs> boy. Whew, they're going to win some games in that division. Holy cow! Is it Dude, bad. so yesterday we God. went back and forth with a couple of callers. I'm like, if I had to choose Mariota or Taysom Mill to be a quarterback, I'm like, I think Taysom Mills more. can catch the ball. I'd rather him as a runner. I got, I got roasted. Most people thought that it was Marcus Mariota. Regardless, he's the Falcon starting quarterback. Let's see how that goes um, next season as well. When you look at this division in the way it is, I, I again, I, I went honestly over the weekend when I saw the news. I went, whew. When Watson decided to go to the Browns, to be honest with you, I I I think I'm okay with Jameis this season. I think I'm okay with keeping my draft picks. To your point, there's some stuff you need to do. Get your house in order, then go on a nice playoff run. I mean, that's that's how I look at it. So I'm okay with all of this. At the end of the day, you happy that Jameis Winston and Saints uh, agreed to terms? You know, yeah, sure. I mean, I I wasn't for the Watson thing for reasons on and off the field and. You know, I think Jameis makes sense. Like I said last week on your show, they were kind of treating him like a booty call, and they did. But he really wanted to go. He just said, okay, I'm coming over, but I get to spend the night. Mm-hmm. Right? There were reports that, the you know, private jet from Indy, they were going to look at him. He wanted to be back in New Orleans, and they were kind of just – they're still it's, – it's not like a fully committed thing. You know, from a starting quarterback standpoint, it's not like he signed this massive deal or this long-term deal – some believe the Saints still might go after a quarterback in the draft. I don't know that I believe that. I think they have other more glaring needs. But, you know, I think all things considered with what your realistic options were at quarterback, I think Jameis made sense. I, I, I'm not ready to say he's the long-term answer. Um, but I was I was glad that that finally got settled. But now, you know, he's coming off a torn ACL. And, Without Sean Payton there, a lot of people believe he's going to maybe take some more chances, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be as worried about, you know, turnovers, and he might just let it fly. you got to protect him, you know. you got to give him some more to work with. It wasn't like he was out there last year throwing the ball to the best receiving core in the NFL. Quite the opposite. They were probably the worst, if we're being honest. So go get him some weapons. Yes, you can count on Michael Thomas, hopefully, knock on wood, being back, and he appears ready to go, and that's going to help. But they need – they need to give some more to Jameis, but it, it was was I glad that Watson went to Cleveland? Yeah, I was. Um, was I glad that it's Winston and not a trade for Garoppolo? Or, Oof, I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy at all. Yeah, I was. So was I happy about it? Considering the realistic possibilities, yeah, I was. Okay, I understand that. What do you make of the uh, Zion video of him dunking? Well, it's cool, cool. He he dunked it. He's sending a message to the Pelicans medical staff. You know, what else are you going to do with the video? Are you going to play defense? Are you going to show me your conditioning? Are you going to get up and down the floor? Like, if he is truly healthy, sure, play him. You should, right? Don't give me this, oh, well, team chemistry. You're signing guys to 10 days left and right. So, Lee Johnson, Tyron Wallace, these guys are playing on the 10 days. So, yeah. I, I totally get that it comes with significant amount of media attention if they were to do it. But if he's healthy enough to go, get him in there a little bit. 
he must think he is, as Christian Clark reported, and the Pelicans medical staff is like, no, you're not. But Jameis has never really liked the Pelicans medical staff from his rookie year and the burst and things like that. Mm -hmm. But guess what? He didn't listen to him, and he was away from the team and not working with him, and he broke his foot. And then he got hurt before he went to the bubble. So it's kind of a history of just disarray between the two sides. But you're going to have to fix that and get it together if you want to have a contract extension this summer, if you want to be on the team next year. I mean, I I, I don't – it's cool that he's dunking, and when you have a broken foot to see him do that, that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's the good part. But that was calculated. He didn't just do that for fun. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, there's a reason behind it. But, but I got to see more than a dunk before I'm going to say, oh, yeah, that's proof. He's ready yeah. to go. He's good. Come on, you got you, you, you need to do more than just a dunk to show that yeah. you're fully ready to join the team. I said in the opening segment, I uh, as much as it pains me because obviously I want to see him. Do I think it would help him? Of course it would. Do I think it would help him do that? I said, but unless we were in a situation where we're a veteran team, Scott, you're you're the Mavs, you're the Warriors, you're somebody that this is a difference between the second round and a Western Conference Finals potential trip. I'll see. I'm. I'm gonna stick with. I'll see you in September. I'm sticking with that because. Does it will it help you win some games? Maybe. Will, will it make? Will it? Will it help you win against the Lakers? I don't know if they're healthy with AD and LeBron's putting fifty and Westbrook, you know, hits twenty. I don't know. And, and what does it get you? It gets you a chance to have to do another play-in game, um, to make the playoffs in the first round. I mean, if you're ten, you got to win two. So I mean, I, I just at this point. I look at the documentary with the Bulls and Jordan Scott, and he never got over it. And clearly, you know, Zion won't either. Um, he never got over when the Bulls sat him when he got injured when he was, you know, a rookie or whatever it was. And yet he wound up winning six rings. So I, as much as it pains me to say, I think I'm with the Pels here. I, I'll see you in September. I, I'd rather be 100% healthy, ready to go in September. Next year for training camp, um, lose ten more. Work on your game. I never want to talk about your foot again. Like as as much as I don't want to hear, I, I I think that's the way I go right now. Honestly, that's and that's where it looks like they're heading. You know, I mean, you can post dunk videos and be upset, but it looks like that's where it's heading. But I'll I'll go back to what I originally said. If he is like fully cleared and healthy and it's fully healed, why not? But I don't think that they believe it is. I believe I think that they truly believe there's a risk involved. And I'm not talking about to the locker room. Or, I mean, like, literally to his health. Um, and, again, when he's veered away from him is, is when he's had some setbacks or when he's gotten in trouble. So mm-hmm. uh, it would be one thing if we were talking about the old New Orleans Hornets Pelican staff. But this is Aaron Nelson. And prior to this season, you know, last year they had the least amount of games lost due to injury amongst their players. Um that's that's telling. You would have never said that about a team previously. Now it's different this year because Zion's missed every game. But you know what I mean? Like that. This isn't the old staff. This is a new regime that's revered around the NBA. So uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna side with him in this. Scott Bray, there's always man. Appreciate the conversations on Wednesday, and thank you as always for inviting me on yours at Scott yep. Mimic. Look forward to talking to you later this week, man. For sure, man. Take care, buddy. You got it, brother. Bye. There he goes. Hey, Team USA Soccer, they're in action tomorrow. Um, the next three games, somewhat important, literally. It's all about whether or not they're going to be in the World Cup. Coach G, he's up next. Pat G. Conteri on ESPN New Orleans. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Houma, we're ready with truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-size problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, 
Don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will see king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance. But what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN1003.com. We got a playoff race to worry about if you're a Pels fan. Saints fans, can you get in the arms race? That is the NFL right now. And if you're a national soccer fan, Pat G. Conteri joins us, Coach G, as you have... Last couple of months, sir, is it time to start pacing? Mexico tomorrow, Panama Sunday, Wednesday, a week from today, Costa Rica. Those three games at stake, a shot at the World Cup. If you don't, second straight you would miss. Mm -hmm. So let's just start with the the broad overview here. Um, The last set of games, they they didn't perform the way you would have liked in the dead of winter. They chose cold Mm -hmm. venues. They didn't get the... The, the points that you would have liked. So here we are, though, right? It comes down to this. What what do they need to do for people that aren't following for them to qualify? What do they need to do? Um, what they truly really need to do is get four points out of a possible nine points. Okay. Um, right now, what the experts are saying, what I've been trying to see is it should not be an issue, but the biggest game that we have is our very first game against Mexico. Um, right now, we are tied for second place, but uh, United States has three goals um, different, so we're better that way. However, one game that cannot be overlooked is the Panama-Honduras game. So Panama plays Honduras, and Honduras has not won one game this entire tournament. So with that right there, Panama will get an extra three points. So if they jump up to a 23 points, it means the United States must win against Mexico. Well, we've never won against uh, Mexico with a World Cup qualifying um, game at hand. So let's say we even lose that game. So then with a brand-new table, we have Canada at 28, Mexico at 24, United States at 21, and Panama at 20. Then the next set of games on Sunday is going to be very, very, very important because if we play Panama. And we have to beat Panama um, at home in uh, Orlando. But let's say Panama beats United States. So then it would drop United States down to fourth. So it would be 31 for Canada, let's say 27 for Mexico if they win. And Panama will have 23 and United States will have 20, uh, 21. The top three teams automatically get a wild card, I'm sorry, a World Cup bid. The fourth will go into a playoff. So that's where it's going to be kind of questionable. But, but, but. We should be all right if we play, I'm sorry, when we play Panama at home. They don't travel well, and United States does not travel well um, going to Mexico as well as Costa Rica. And Costa Rica is our very last game of the qualifying. So it is a lot of scenarios going up right now, but ultimately the United States needs to take care of their business. If we get a draw um, at Mexico, which we don't really have a great um, offensive plan right now, mm-hmm. but if we get a draw, it's one point, we get a win versus uh, Panama, we, we're qualified. We finally kind of break that uh, that streak that we're not uh, that we're not having gone into the World Cup yet. Uh, like you said, in eight years, so we have a brand new bunch of kids right now. But um, Arison's hurt right now. Dest is hurt right now. McKinney's hurt right now. And these are going to be our core of the United States national team. So with that in mind, that's why the United States versus Mexico team is very important. If we can just get one point of having a lesser squad, that'd be phenomenal for us. Then, again, when we play them, uh, Panama here in Orlando, we should be the victor. So right there, we should be all right. 
So we need these guys who are going to come off the bench to replace Arison and Dest and McKinney to really step up. Christian Pulisic can only do so much. Uh, Peperena's, uh, junior, his son, um, he can, they can only do much. It's a team sport. So you really need to have 11 players and the coaching staff on board. So, um, the excitement is uh, going to Mexico, uh, tomorrow. Um, hopefully again, we get that one point. Just need something to prolong. Um, not, not, not to prolong, but to prolong our chance going through the World Cup. Pat Sheikon, Terry, Coach G, uh, joining us to kind of give us <laughs> where he goes here. So um, you mentioned with some of these injuries and things that they're battling right now, uh, Coach G, that that's going to be the main issue here. We also talked to mm-hmm. defensively and the keeper and all that. Can you see in these three games uh, three different keepers, uh, two different keepers, or is one going to be the same here? Who do you think uh, they go with? Um, I really hope uh, that Stefan, our, the backup goalie, goalie for Manchester City, um, gets a chance. He is our, our number one on paper, um, but the only thing is is that continuity with the defenders and continuity with the team. Um, a lot of times we've been seeing um, Matt, who's been, Matt Turner, who's been the number one goalie throughout all of this stuff, and he's been doing pretty well, but with Stefan, putting all that pressure, putting all that stuff, you have to let him play. So I hope Stefan gets um, the nod the next three games to will lead us into against the qualifying uh, and to start going up to the World Cup standards. But uh, if Matt Turner does it, we've still proven that he can't get the job done. Uh, he's proven in cold weather, warm weather, that you know he's a solid number two man right now. But um, I would love to see Stefan um, kind of step up. But if not, Matt Turner's pretty good. But as long as you keep him them two, right. not a problem. I would love for uh, to, for Burkhalter to stay right now. Matt Turner, you're you're our number one guy um, for the next three games, or. Uh, Zach Stefan, you're my number one guy for the next three games. I would love for them to figure that out now because as a player, you always want to know if you're going to be starting. And you kind of mentally prepare even a day or two days or three days uh, ahead of time. But if you have a, a game with three games in a week, if you know you're the number one man, you just your your mental strength has to be top notch. Right. And I would love for them to, to have that goalie, whichever, Turner or Seven, to have that mentality all throughout those seven days. So, um, whoever it is, I feel that we're good, but our offense is the only thing that I think that, that might let the United States down, because we don't have any true goal scorers. And especially with our, our three injured players right now, who are goal scorers, uh, scorers for us in the past, and they're not there, it's going to be very tough. So, there's going to be a lot of question marks, but again, if we can just get that one point, or four points here soon, we'll be good. But if not, there's always four more years. Oh, <laughs> uh, to be honest, also I'm kind of a U.S. hater. Oh no! Um, right. I, Stop it! I know. Well, let me say this: I know I'm 43 years old, and I know whatever. I've been following this team ever since I was, I was a little bambino. So, like every time you know World Cups, we have this phenomenal, phenomenal team, and on paper you. we look good. I got you. They don't do anything. So, yeah. like as a soccer realist, as a soccer fan, yeah, they just let, let, let me down too much. And thankfully, I'm a Chicago Cubs fan through and through, and born a Chicago fan. They've let me down so many times that <laughs> it's easier to swallow the pill when the U.S. national team does not qualify or did not win uh, anything. So, thank I you, understand. Cubs, for helping me out. Now but I would love I to see the, the national team do something. Now I understand because as a Cub fan as well, <laughs> now I understand we accept defeat before we've even played. That way, of we course. can handle it. And if they win. We can be surprised because we just yep. didn't expect it. All right, give me 30 seconds here. Can the U.S. get the four points they need to move on? Yes. Uh, the biggest thing that United States will always have in our side, in our pockets, whatever, it's that we never stop. We always go until the very final whistle. Um, some about our team doesn't matter if we have studs or if we have college kids or anything like that. We give 100% regardless of the talent is. So with that in mind, I know we're going to give Mexico a really hard time. Uh, the other two teams, Panama and Costa Rica, that's where our American spirit, that's where our American um, drive will come, and I believe we will get all four points. So we should be uh, playing in Qatar in the wintertime, and we will finally see the United States on the top of the international uh, game spectrum. All right. I think it's important, especially with uh, the next World Cup. What, two more before the U.S.? or? Yeah, right. Yes, sir. One after this. So, yeah, it'll be fun, man, to, to see that as well. Can't wait. Oh, Thank can't you, wait. man. As always, we'll talk again next Wednesday, and we'll be game three of this three-game fixture here. So, appreciate oh, it, as always. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yep, for sure. And here he goes. Pat Cheek on Terry over there from Warren Easton. Coach G's the way we like to give him a buzz and talk about it. Mexico, 9 p.m. 
Uh, Panama, 6 p.m. on Sunday. Costa Rica, 8.05. Those are your three times. I will try to see how you can watch these matches here. i got to mention with Mexico, you have a better shot. You, you know how it's been with this World Cup qualifying. If it's on the road, it's... Um, it's tough to go check it out unless you're a subscriber to a couple of different networks and stuff. I think the Mexico one you should be able to see tomorrow. So we'll have all that for you. Uh, it is the Sports Hangover Hour 1 in the books next. We'll talk to Ralph Marlboro on the Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. All 